I don't know. Yeah. I think what I've struggled with is I've always done what everyone else is doing. Right. And I think that that's, we've talked about this about, I feel like that's what society does. We kind of just wait for someone else to make the decision and we're yeah. like, oh, well, that's what I want. Right. I want what that person has. Welcome in to another episode of The Pullman Show. Unfortunately, we don't have George with us today. Filling in for George is Pearson Foday, good friend of mine. Welcome into the show. Why, thank you. Thank Can you we for just letting talk me co I wore a hat as a courtesy to Pearson because he's wearing a hat. Tell the people yep. why you're wearing a hat. Well, I'm wearing a hat because uh, I'm wearing an EEG machine. And what does that stand for? Electro engineering? Electro engineering genetical research. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, electro. <laughs> <laughs> electro essence phalanography. I can't, I don't even know what that is. Why? Means, What's exactly. wrong with you? So <laughs> let's, let's talk about it really quick. I, uh, I actually haven't talked about this in public yet. This, really? this is interesting. Yeah. Cause I saw you posted yeah. on Instagram and you're like, Hey guys, I've been out with a brain injury, which is yeah. pretty severe. Completely. Yeah. So I, uh, I think it was like the beginning of May, May, June, July. Yeah. A little bit before the beginning of May, end of April, I had this uh, sinus infection. So I went into the urgent care and I, you know, I talked to them and they're like, uh, we should put you on an antibiotic. And I was like, cool, great. Whatever the strongest one you got is, let's go mm -hmm. for it. And they're like, clindamycin. I was like, I'm allergic to penicillin. I think that's a strain of that. And they're like, well, this is fine. You should be fine. If you have any symptoms, give us a call. So I get on it and I, uh, three days into it, I'm, I start having these like kind of dizzy spells and I feel really lethargic and I just mm -hmm. feel weird. I can't remember, you know, I can't retain information anymore. So I call them up and I'm like, hey, I'm having these symptoms. And they're like, you're fine. We don't want to build up an antibiotic resistant bacteria. Stay on it. Finish out the cycle. So I stay on it. And within four days more of the finishing the cycle, I'm start, I start having blackouts after blackout after blackout. And I end up on the floor and I can't stand up and I, I don't know what's going on. And I can't, can't remember information at all. Jesus. So like you and I would be having a conversation, right? Like we're talking right now. Mm -hmm. And within, you know in between 30 seconds to five minutes, my brain would reset. And it was like, I, I can't remember what's going on. I don't know where I am. I don't know what we're talking about. And I'd be super confused about why you were in front of me. And the best way I can describe it is like, <clears throat> it's like Memento had a evil stepchild with fear and loathing in Las Vegas. And so, an analogy I don't understand. An analogy, so, <laughs> That's the best way you yeah. can describe it. <laughs> Perfect. Fear and Loathing Las Vegas is like all about this uh, gonzo journalist. I forget his name, but amazing. Johnny Depp plays him, and he's like high all the time. Mm -hmm. He's constantly hallucinating Got it. Nonstop. So you felt like you're on some drugs or something. Exactly. Uh, reality had pretty much stopped being real to me. I would look in the mirror and stare at myself. I didn't recognize a person that was staring back at me. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the memento side of it was that I was just constantly recycling through this reset mode. Uh, and then the, the other side of it is it's, it's called post antibiotic delirium, which is it affects like 0.01% of the, the population, but it resembles kind of like an Alzheimer's and dementia and just it, the cycle is going to take however long the cycle takes for it to, to leave your system. So you're just forgetting everything. You don't know what's going on. And you're having seizures and blackouts and all these things are happening. And the doctor was like, look, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to tell you exactly outside of monitor it, make sure it doesn't get worse. And so I lived in this, this period of my life for like two months. It was just insane. Like I, I it's so, so hard. What to is describe. it now? Why do you have this EEG on? Um, well, number one, cause I wanted to look like the poor man's avatar. <laughs> look at that shit. <laughs> 
it's like a huge <laughs> giant cock sock. Yeah, it's it's a cock sock for the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I look like uh, like the C-list movie of a Smurf. Yeah. Or like the really poor man's avatar, like maybe a bad wankster. You know what I mean? Like just terrible. So why? You told me you had to wear like a Hawaiian shirt. That's why I threw one on. Why do you have to do that? What's It, it looks like something's okay. attached to your heart. Yeah, so these, so I have a series of electrodes connected to my head. So it's a non-invasive way of monitoring my brain waves. And then I also, they all come down here, boom, meet right here in this little package. And then on the side of my body, right, we've got a, uh, this little baggie that uh, stores all the information. And so anytime like I have a blackout or a seizure now, I click the button and it records it. Oh shoot, I have a box that has a video recording system on it that's in there. But since we're recording video right here, if I blackout or have a seizure while we're doing this. How do you know if you have a blackout? Uh, I'll, I'll black out like I'll just but how do you know to record it if you're blacked out oh it's afterwards oh okay yeah so I'll end up on the floor and I'll just be like hey, so you can end the, the floor in any moment in this podcast 100% clickbait I'm a little bit scared about it. <laughs> you know what else I'm scared about now that we got me. that all serious talk out of the way right this old man's challenge. I feel like this should be a new game where you where you scroll on Instagram, Yo. and you take a shot for every single person that's done the old man's challenge. Right. And I'm going to I'm going to test it out right here. I'll screen record and I'll throw it up on the screen for you guys listening. Uh let's see how many people in, you know, 20 scrolls right. we find. So we're over one. No. 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 Up oh, there's one. Keep going. We're scrolling. Up oh, there's two. Dude, I'm There's at hot 10. Girls. There's three. I'm at four, 10 right now. Five. There you go. We're getting, we're counting them up now. Hot girls, hot girls. Damn, I follow a lot of hot girls. <laughs> uh, whoops. Okay. Uh, all right. No, it's just, all right. So you see 95 hot girls and then you got five or six old people. Um, Wow, I'm just getting lost on the hot girls. Anyways. Oh, there's yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of like me as an old man. Yeah, you look pretty good, man. I like the silver you fox look. well. Thank you. You Thank know what's you. going on? What's crazy? So Pearson the other day, he's like, yo, have you seen this, this Bob Lazar documentary? Oh, and I was so like, good. no, I haven't seen it. And I watched it last night and I fell asleep while watching it. So I just finished it up. And we want to get into this. We want to dive into this Area 51 yes. talk because there's a Facebook group. That was started, I guess, a million, over a million people <laughs> signed up to Storm Area 51 to see the damn aliens or something like that. <laughs> the, what is the tagline? They can't stop us all? Yeah, they can't stop us all. And they want to <laughs> run like with the ninja or that ninja run. The, the, what, oh, the, uh, oh, crap. What's it called? I don't know what it's called. It's like some cartoon ninja run. It's the Challenger Games, but for aliens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think people are actually going to show up at Area 51 or you think it's a joke? Dude, I'm 100. Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Ah, Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
percent showing up. I, I'm not gonna like run in. I'm gonna watch everybody else do it. I, yeah, I don't you know, think it's a good idea to run in. No, nah, I mean like the, the military released some some uh, some warnings. They were like, on top of the fact that we don't have aliens, which you do, military. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> give us those fucking aliens. Uh, is that they were like? This is also like a military training ground. We have right. bombs and like, yeah, yeah, nuclear activity. There's all kinds of stuff that could really go wrong with people just storming. Was it two million acres of military it's, I don't know, ground? But it's the largest. It's like one of the largest acreages for like a training base or something like that. That's yeah, what the documentary in the U.S. And so that's that's pretty wild. But Do you think because this this documentary got my mind thinking, and right. I've been thinking about this a lot. And it's like mm-hmm. one of those things that you think about, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm never going to know the answer to it." Right. So what's the point of even thinking about it? And we've even <laughs> had talks about it. Yeah. I firmly believe that there's life somewhere else in the out there. Completely. Do you? A hundred percent. Okay. So I say that it's a theory. We can't prove it, right? right? We have the Drake, what was it? The Drake equation that contemplates all the possibilities of like how, what kind of star formation it would have to be to allow life to exist inside of a planetary system. So we have like, what is it? 400 billion stars in our galaxy alone. If 10% of those, so 4 million, 40 million, 400 million. Crap, I'm, not I'm doing bad. I'm you not a scientist. I, yeah, I got brain damage. <laughs> Give reason. me a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to screw up all the science here. Yeah. So he, he calculates all, Drake calculates all the possibilities of life being out there and Drake what it would as take. In from Toronto, the rapper? Yeah, yeah, Drake. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God's plan? Yeah, that guy. Wow. Right. Did yeah, not know that. He's a scientist. Who's Drake? <laughs> he was a scientist back in, I think it was the 60s or something oh, like okay. that. And then, um, and then you have the Fermi paradox, which also says that there's extinction level events and what it takes to become a civilization that's either space bearing, a type one, type two, or type three civilization. And on top of that, like the possible extinction rates that happen inside of those things. So like humanity as we know it has only been around for like 200,000 years. And in the span of like 14.4 billion years, it's that big, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like us recording, you know, on on cameras and stuff has only been around for like what the last sixty years. Yeah, really. Internet's been around for twenty, something yeah. like that. So, the idea of us communicating with these other aliens and species like that is, is insane. But do you think it'll yeah, ever think happen? That, I think so. Yeah. There was a lot of things. There, there, if you guys have seen the Bob Lazar documentary, comment down it. below and let us know what you guys think about it. It's. Very interesting because how he describes these saucers or whatever. It's like right. technology we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think like what if we're we think us humans think we're this this king all be all species. Right. What if there's a species out there on a different planet that's literally thousands of times smarter than us. Yeah. And has almost come to our our planet. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They or observed- has come to our planet. <laughs> they, they came to our planet and observed no intelligent life. Right. They're Comparatively like, these to are them. So dumb. <laughs> Like they're just building buildings. Oh my God. That's so embarrassing. Well, okay. Think about that too. Like, cause he talked about, he's like, imagine if we dropped a nuclear reactor back in like the 1500s, right. Or something like that in the Victorian era. And for all intents and purposes, they would look at it like it was this, this magnificent thing. Mm -hmm. But as they go and inspect it and try to reverse engineer it, people would start dying off from radiation poisoning. They wouldn't know why. And they just start dying. And so they'd say it's cursed. It's got a demon inside of it or something like that. There's something spiritual going on. So to us, it's that same concept of like this crazy civilization has dropped off one of their, their little instruments with us. And we're just trying to deconstruct something that we have no idea what it's doing yet. 
You know what the crazy thing was is they did an interview and the next day the FBI showed up at his house. Yo, what'd you think about that? Their list, dude, their list. You know what the crazy thing is? Right. I had jury duty today, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting there and the judge is speaking and he said, he said serious. Right. And my phone thought it said Siri. And my <laughs> phone said, what would, did, what was that? They're always in the middle of the, in the middle of of the whatever introduction, the orientation to jury duty. Was yours the only one? Which, that went by off? the way, guys, don't go to ju- well. You go to jury duty because yeah. it is it's the law, literally. But it sucks. Go. I sat in a room from seven thirty a.m. to two p.m. and I didn't even get selected, so I just wasted my whole entire day. Dude, I'm but sorry I about that. Served my country. Yeah, you did by sitting there and drinking <laughs> Starbucks, and I got a cake pop too. That was really good. Shout yeah, out that's, Starbucks. That's real that service, one. man. You should feel proud of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But what would what, you what do you think about all that? Like the documentary the documentary. Yeah, I believe him. Like, why would you lie for 30 years? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, the, the interesting thing is no one else has come out to back him up. Why? Why is no one else willing Ooh. to say, yes, this happened? Right. Also, do you think that the government is right to hide a bunch of shit from us? I think so to some degree. Yeah. But what, were we talking? Was I talking about it with you or the, the government's way ahead of us in technology? Yeah. So mm-hmm. like basically they, they had cell phones way before cell phones were out. They had the right. internet before the internet was out. Yeah. What determines the time that they release it to the public? Do you think? I think it's, I don't know. I think one thing would be maybe civil engineering as far as like how quickly we evolve as, as people outside of the government's realm of releasing information and technology to us. But also I think that the other part of it might be that like, uh, I don't know. They're determining if we're if we're ready for that information. I mean, like, think about I don't know spy technology. Like the fact that like it's it's hard for us to process that the government is listening to everything that we're doing all the time, right? The NSA has got some sort of cable going through all this stuff, and it's filtering all the information, tracking down to see what guys talking about maybe like a bomb threat or like a gun threat or this thing and this da 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 da. Yeah, and I don't even know where I was going with that thought because I've got brain damage. But you know, yeah. you know what's it, you, you blacked out. <laughs> blacked out. You know what's out. interesting though? I think things like Amazon mm-hmm. and maybe even Apple. I know they some of. I think Amazon don't they sell? They sell off the information, right? The information to the the government or something like that. They have to something like that with like Alexas and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, Amazon's got like a direct contract that you can. Yeah, I will not buy an Alexa because those things just listen. Isn't that creepy? It's so weird, but like, there's no privacy anymore. But but you vlog. But then we'll, yeah, right. Yes. But I don't vlog everything. True. And what if we're what if it what if we're like the Truman Show? What if the we're Truman Show? The Truman Show. <laughs> what if we're actually a world right within a world, and we're already being watched by another world? Dude. <sighs> it's possible. That would be so stressful. Anything's possible. Really, it's 2019. Is. Okay. What if it's not even 2019? Also, did did people did history just like start counting backwards at some point and decide like this is when Jesus was born? You Before know what I mean? Christ. They're like, oh man, it's 83 years till the big one. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Why, or did, they, why like, did that determine what time? What started time? Why but, was BC right? So we predated. Right. There was no time. We reverse dated everything. I think, here's my thing. I think the whole world was wiped out at one point and we've restarted. I, I think that. it'll happen again. I think it'll all get wiped out and we'll have to restart. Well, I mean, uh, look at look at extinction events in general, right? You got the asteroid that wiped out all the dinosaurs and all that shit all the time. Right. Constantly life is like, fuck, we just got going here, man. 
but, is just one of those conversations that the audience probably thinks we're stoned out of our minds. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, it might be. But we're not at all. But we're not. We but can't even smoke weed. This conversation is kind of fucked up. Like, you know, the whole thought about extraterrestrial and aliens. You know what else is fucked up? Midsummer movie. Have you guys seen this movie? Dude, did you see it? I didn't see it yet because you told me it was so fucked up, and I was like, I have to be in the it right is, mood. Here's for that. my thing. Here's my question. Right. As me wanting to be an actor, is it? Am I allowed to say that a movie's fucked up? Like, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, you weren't allowed to like. You're allowed to have an actor, opinion. You're not supposed to critique things because then you, you know, what if the director doesn't like oh. what you said about the movie? Yeah. Okay. No, I, that makes sense. But you're allowed to have an opinion. Right. There's freedom of well. Here, here's speech. the thing. The movie was shot really well. It was very cinematic. Yeah. It inspired me to shoot something cinematic. Right. But the premise of the movie was extremely fucked up. Like, give me the premise. Incest, like cult shit, like killing. If you could sum it up in one sentence, what would the movie be about? What would you say, Trisha? She's asleep. She's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what would you say? Sum up the, sum, up, sum up that midsummer movie yeah, in one sentence. One person thought it was great. One person. It was really weird. It was really, really weird. weird. But what what was it? Was it a cult movie? Like these it was people. It a cult movie in Sweden, and basically, they just make their own laws that are just so against what our morals are and stuff. Like when you get to yeah. seventy two years old, you commit suicide because your life is over. Damn. And they show it. They show two people jumping off a cliff, smacking, and then the one guy survives, and then they go and kill him. And they show it all happening. Dude. Like the whole, the whole cult gathers around like it's an amphitheater and looks up and watches them jump off. Like it's totally normal. No. And then the one girl. Dude, this is. This is <laughs> the, I'm, I'm going like to spoil the, front the whole row. movie for you because I highly recommend you guys don't watch it. The one girl, I guess, when you become of age to yeah. be ready to have a seed planted inside of you, uh. you cook a meal for the person that you want the seed implanted in, in, in with you. Yeah. And you cut your pubes and you put it in the food oh. so that it's like <laughs> you cast a spell on the person to fall in love with you. That's not even the worst part. So then they give you these psychedelic drugs and hold on. All right. <laughs> It, the drink, what? the psychedelic drink. I, I just want to talk about, just really quick, let's stop at the pubes. You know when you like get a hair stuck in your food <laughs> and it's stuck on the back of your tongue? Could you imagine an entire plate of pubes getting stuck on the back of your tongue? Like, just the worst. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. I'm so already then, mortified. So then they give him this drink that's psychedelic and shit and makes him trip. Right. And then there's 10 to 15 naked old women oh. standing around and the girl, he opens the door and she's laying ready to have the seed planted naked with 15 other women around her and then he comes in and had and he starts hooking up with her right and they start Pl planting to moan. the seed he doesn't they hook start up. to moan with the girl moaning in oh, unison oh dude that's what i'm saying don't watch the movie i like now like i'm morbidly curious about so many things in life now i have to go watch a movie like i'm a morbid human it's being scary bro it's two and a half hours long it can't scar me worse than the what was it Mandy the Nicolas Cage movie I didn't see that it was like three hours long and it was I, I could I, honestly I couldn't tell you what the story was it was like watching a really slow car so accident. that's the thing what why why is that movie able to be made because it's extremely fucked up the premise of it and yeah. like the thought of someone even thinking of these things happening to me right is sick 
Like, like, how do you write that movie? How are you like, you know what? This is what's going to happen. They're going to go yeah. to Sweden. Incest. Pubes in this. Fucking around this cult. Like, people dying. Like, yeah. Do, do you think it was almost like clickbait for film, the film industry in a way? Like, it caused a stir with people. And they were like, this is how we're going to get recognized as filmmakers. To make something extremely controversial? Yeah. Do you think? Maybe. Because well, it got you so talking. Maybe I should d- delete this off my podcast and never bring it up. Now well, people want to know. <laughs> oh, no, it worked. Because <laughs> we're talking about it. Yeah, we talked about this. Pearson and I talked about, yeah. you know, creating some type of content to stir up some controversy. Because we yeah. talked about so many YouTubers have gone through controversial things that ultimately drew more eyeballs into them, which yeah. ultimately heightened their career. Yeah. Do you think it it's kind of goes back to the old PR stunts? Right. We're like, oh, seeing two people out in public together. Right. Britney Spears shaved her head. Exactly. Yeah. That's all done on purpose to create yeah. talk, right? Exactly. They tip off the paparazzi. Somebody comes by and takes a picture and boom, you've got controversy. But to what extent is it okay? And how far will people go? Like, do you Ooh. think Chris Jenner is a mastermind with She's brilliant. dramatic things coming up? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my God, this just happened. But it's yeah. all strategic. Very. Do you think Tristan Thompson cheating on Chloe was strategic and i i wish uh, <laughs> with jordan <laughs> i wish i knew more about the kardashians to like really give some insight onto this but i don't but what the little bits of clickbait that i've seen pop up on my phone yeah it sounds like it could be clickbait clickbait material or they saw like maybe chris saw like the downfall of the relationship coming through right and they were like hmm how are we going to make money off of this Right. Like it's going to happen. So like, let's let everybody know and let's make, you know, $20 million off of this breakup. That makes sense to me. I would. That family has so much money. I don't know why people watch. I'm just, I'm not a TV watcher. I couldn't tell you, but it's, it's talk about taking socialite celebrity fame to the next level. Like Kylie Jenner is worth over a billion dollars. That's insane. Right. Like you, and she's what twenty one years she's old. Twenty one, bro, bro. We're doing it all wrong. Yeah, we could have a billion dollar empire underneath. Let's let's change the. What 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 should, what should we do? But also, that just goes to show you can't do it alone. I wouldn't no. say like I think that article came out and said she's self made billionaire. She's not a self. Right, she, she has, has her whole family, family doing the same thing. Yeah, around you, and it's like Kim was the first blow up. Yeah, and then they got the show. It's like mm-hmm. you kind of were grown into that. Obviously, yeah. I'm not taking any credit away from her. She started right. her own company. She did all what yeah. she did to do. But in a They're way, to brilliant. me, to, in a way to me, she's kind of ruined body image in the two, in like this yeah. day and age. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's like that's the standard. It's her. So, so what do you think then? Because you asked a moral question of like, what is okay as far as controversy goes? So, what's the moral? what's the moral line that we have to draw with controversy and then also what we're willing to do for it? What would that be for you? Oh man. I don't know. There's so many things Like you could easily stir up controversy for sure and ruin your career yeah. like that. But who's, who's to say it would ruin your career completely. So what are things that like ruin your career? Like we, we talked about this. Racism. Yeah. Um, Sexual misconduct. Yeah. Um, what else would I say? Obviously, killing someone. <laughs> OJ, the prime example, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that, I mean, he, he did. Oh, well. He got away with it. Right. 
Um, we don't know. We don't know. We, yeah. Again, I'm not a scientist. Um, I don't know. Stuff like ex- super, super extreme, I guess. Yeah. So super extreme stuff where that, that should be your moral line. Mm-hmm. But so then like, you know, let's say like, I don't know, would, would releasing a sex tape be extreme to you? I think in 2019, not anymore. Not I anymore. Think when Kim Kardashian did it, yeah. Right. Because like, oh my god, celebrity sexy. Now it's like, dude, Instagram is porn. Oh my god, <laughs> can we talk about that for yeah. a second? Instagram is softcore porn. Like you don't. I talked about this before. You don't get the excitement. Like, say you're a teenager and you're like, yeah. "Hey, send me a nude." You don't even have to ask anymore because it's on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, completely. <laughs> Like, I'm not <laughs> mad at it, by the way. I'm not mad. I am because it. I just. I don't know. I don't like what Instagram's become. I think it sets mm-hmm. a bad example for reality. Remember when Instagram used to be just like take a photo and share it with your friends? Yeah. Now it's like how dope is my life to the rest of the world? Right. And it's like eighty percent. I hate, but we. It's not our. People are, are posting what people want. You right. Know what I'm saying? We reinforce so, it as society. Yeah. We give it more likes if it has topless. We give it more yeah. likes if her ass is out. Yeah. So it's like. What's the guy version of that? Because we, we usually that refers to like girls, right? Like mm-hmm. bikini pics and stuff like that. Amazing. But what's, what's the guy version of that? Dan Bilzerian? Mm, I think. I mean, for a minute it was pranks and stuff. But, yeah. but isn't it interesting? Yeah. Like. As a female on Instagram, all you have to really do is be good looking and take photos. Yeah. As yeah. a male, I feel like there's there's definitely some guys out there that are they're just who who on Instagram male wise is popping based off their looks. Oh, who's the there's a couple models, Blue, what's his name? Lucky Blue? Lucky yeah, but Blue. he's a model. True. But that's a looks thing, right? Is there an IG model boy? Uh, Name one I don't know Jay Alvarez Is he an IG model boy Or is he He got big on YouTube Years ago Do you know any I, You know what it, You know what it really Trisha do you know any Trisha What guy on Instagram Has made his What's... living Off of his butt <laughs> His fucking pectorals But You know what it refers back to though We're the audience We go back And we but follow dude, him And we keep Instagram liking the pictures Instagram is a female driven app More There's gotta be way more girls On Instagram is, than guys. You think so Oh, 100%. We're going to look We're, up the stats. Right I got to look up at the stats. <laughs> Hold on. Guy to, what, a guy to girl ratio. On Instagram? On Instagram. Hey, Justin, what do you think about all this? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I can't I'm asking hear Justin, you. But he's allowed to put his input. Young Justin. What, what, what percentage of. Everybody make a bet. 50.3% are female while 49.7% are male. Well, that theory is ruined now, isn't it? What do you mean? That's 40. 0.7%. There's technically more women. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think, again, it comes back to what we... 60% of people are 18 to 24 years old. 18 to 24. 90% of Instagram users are younger than 35. Makes sense. I just got my parents on Instagram. We have like a little like group chat that we all send stuff inside of like the family chat. Mm-hmm. Super cute. But you also can't like send those really funny memes. You know what I mean? To right. your parents. Yeah. But let's no. Let's seriously talk about this. Which part? The guy and girl. The different oh, yeah. type of content created yeah. between guys and girls. Totally. I, it's it's weird, man. I don't I don't know what the like the algorithm is for that because guys natural like. Guys are physically driven, right? So we're automatically going to be like following stuff with uh, 
butt pics and things like that. We naturally are attracted to physical types of nature, right? And girls are more emotionally driven. I could be speaking way out of line. I, I, I don't know. Again, I'm not a scientist. Hey, we I've want, got an we EG want you to say something offensive and controversial here. God. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, but I think, that, you know, it goes back to like, what are we as, as a whole, as an aggregate of, of people that are on Instagram? What are we reinforcing? And so far it's butt pics. So that's the, that's the low hanging fruit. But, but how did we start to reinforce that? It had to be provided to us, right? Right. Yeah. How did that trend happen? Started with one person doing duck lips back in 2013. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's it evolved started with from that. the duck lip. Yeah. And now it's the ass and yeah. the topless. Yeah. And well, now, I'm just hoping that content shifts in the next year because yeah. throughout time, it's, it's, it, it has shifted. It went from Vine. It went to Instagram. It went to YouTube vlogs. And yeah. I feel like nothing's really changed in the last year and a half. Yeah, I wonder what the honest, next one I mean, is. We've, and, the, and the reason I like talking to Pearson is because we, we, we go into a lot of in-depth conversations about right. like emotions and feelings. And you can't yeah. really... It's hard to find someone that you can talk like that stuff right. about. I've been talking to Pearson about my career and where I'm at right now, mm -hmm. and I'm bored. I'm yeah. bored of making the same content for two years. And it's like, how do we, and how do you as a creative, yeah. shift your focus to something else? How do you start a new trend? How do you keep things exciting when you're doing the same thing every day for two, two and a half, three years? Let me ask you, I just want to flip that right back on you because this has been your question. What What do you think you do? I don't know. Yeah. I think what I've struggled with is I've always done what everyone else is doing. Right. And I think that that's, we've talked about this about, I feel like that's what society does. We kind of just wait for someone else to make the decision and we're yeah. like, oh, well, that's what I want. Right. I want what that person has. And that's kind of what I was doing. It was like, oh, everyone's making skits on Instagram. Right. I'm going to make skits. Oh, everyone's vlogging. I'm going to vlog. Right. Everyone's podcasting. I'm going to podcast. What? Well, I did start the trend of the podcast very early on. Not but Joe I Rogan? Well, I mean, he's been doing it for... I didn't even know who Joe Rogan was. <laughs> I didn't even know what a podcast was. Someone yeah. approached me and they're like, hey, you want to do a podcast? Right. I was like, what's a podcast? People listen mm -hmm. to those? But it's like... In terms of YouTube content, how do you shift your brand? How do you, because I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. Like yeah. I struggle to stay excited. Yeah. I think, I, you know what's weird is I think you're probably at the same stage where maybe a lot of your fans are at the same time, you know, in a lot of ways, because you're aging into a place where you're, you're thinking about new things. You're questioning a lot of things about your life into adulthood, into manhood, into whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's this, it's kind of a paradoxical thing because you've, you've been doing this one thing your whole career, right? And it's made you money and it's been doing really well, but now you have to, in order to stay fulfilled, you have to change the one thing that you were doing the whole time to make money, but you might not make money if you do the new thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so I, you know, it's tough. We, I worked in the restaurant in industry for a minute and we started, um, this trend where I lived at in a small town in Moses Lake. Uh, and it was that the people would come up to the cash register and order their food, and then we would bring it to them once it was ready. But when they first started coming in, they started sitting at the tables that we had had set up. And they'd wait for us to come and serve them, and we'd have to go up and be like, hey, we don't, we don't come and grab your order at the table. You have to come up to the cash register. And first, people would walk out offended. And you're like, yeah, yeah. oh, 
Okay. But eventually people caught on and then it became the most popular restaurant in Moses Lake. Michael's Bistro, shout out. <laughs> what's up? What's up? I was the first person to sell something there. It was great. But I think that's kind of in, in, you know, an idea, a metaphor of kind of what you have to do in a lot of ways with, with what you are pursuing is fulfillment, right? Meaningful things. Not, not happiness, but being fulfilled. Right, because happiness comes and goes depending mm-hmm. on your day and how much dopamine is in your brain. But being fulfilled with what you're doing, uh, and that's that's hard to find. So, like, I the tougher part of that is what kind of content do you do you see yourself doing more long term, and what do you kind of want to start branching away from? I don't know. Don't know. It's something I ask myself every single day. Yeah. What were we talking about that you said? Because I'm living alone now, and I, yeah. I spend a lot of time when I'm alone in my thoughts. And thinking about what's my purpose in life? Why am I here? Why do I make videos? What did yeah. you call that again? Oh man! Uh, the other day. Oh, existential life I, crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have that? All the time. It's depressing, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's super depressing. But it's interesting because my whole entire life, I've yeah. never thought about anything I've done. I've just yeah. done it. Right. I've always been like, do, 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 right. don't think, and that's what I was doing for the first three, four years I was out here. I was waking up, I was making a video, there was no questions asked, that's what I was doing that day. Right. I would live completely in the moment. Yeah. And I think with you know, the growth in, in following, the growth in my bank account, the growth yeah. in material things, it really put a lot of pressure on me to how do I maintain this, how do I keep it at the same level, and it had me thinking like, what do I need to do to make everybody happy? With all of that came like, so much more weight on my shoulders and stress. Yeah. And it's like, too, it's all fun when you're growing, growing, growing. And then for me, like I plateaued. So it's like, I'm not gaining a new audience and and some of the old audience has fallen off. Yeah. So like now I'm 25 and I have to shift with my viewers, right? They've been, they've been viewing me for two, three years how do I grow with them where they're not like, oh, he's obnoxious. Oh, he screams in his vlogs. Right. Oh, he adds no value to my life. How do I grow with them while also pulling new people in? Yeah. See, these are all things that I think about, guys. To make you happy. To, to make, make himself yeah. happy, too. Right. Yeah. But you said happiness comes in like finding meaning. Or meaning's more, what was it? Meaning's more important than happiness. Right. Fulfillment. Right. Uh, because, again, happiness is is a trend right it's mm-hmm. it, it comes in waves and there's moments that like we're doing this podcast we're going to feel really good right now we're having interaction everybody's around it feels fun right afterwards you have a dopamine and serotonin drop and so you get maybe a little sadder more contemplative with life but being fulfilled knowing that we're speaking to an audience that it is enriching their lives mm-hmm. with the things that we're talking about knowing that we're fulfilled how communicating with each other and hopefully, you know, there's another level to that was like, what are we doing for humanity? What are we doing for the future of humanity? And that, those are aspects of fulfill- fulfillment that I, I look for. But I think that's, that's more important for us to find that, right? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm doing too much thinking. But, okay, so here's, here's a good question. Because like, do, there's doers and then there's... Uh, not doers. I, what what is the phrase that I'm looking Observers. for? Observers. Observers. There's, there's people that do and there's people that don't, mm-hmm. right? And so you were a doer for this huge amount of time, as anybody is that's successful at any level of industry. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but there's a level of thinking that you have to start doing too to see how you can level up, right? So do you think it's important that you've become a thinker or do you think it's more like a, a inhibiting you, you to, to think so much? I think it puts me in my head a lot and it yeah. makes me second guess a lot of the things that I do. Is this going to resonate mm -hmm. well? Is this better than that? Did I title my video the right way? Oh, should I have titled it yeah. that way? Oh, should I have put that as the thumbnail instead? Would it have gotten more views? Mm -hmm. This photo, would it have gotten more likes if I did this and that? And it's like those things always go through my head, which they didn't used to. Really? Yeah. And I don't know why. Interesting. So do you, could you link it back to like, was it this year that all of this, all these questions started coming up or is it something else entirely? Was there a moment that you were like, oh my God, I am straight up questioning everything that I'm doing right now. Or was it like a slow progress? I don't know. I think it's, it comes down to, I think I've achieved, I've, I've achieved everything I set out to do very quickly. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I leveled up in life how I was supposed to level up in life. Yeah. You know, like I went from living in Logan's closet to living in my own room to getting my own penthouse. Then I got a house with all my friends. Now I have a car. I have a motorcycle. I have a big TV. Like, yeah, I have all these things and it's like, there's no next best thing that excites me. Right. You know I'm saying I, I have everything that I want. You have the material things, the material things, but they right. obviously don't mean anything. But, but why do we establish meaning in material things? Right. Isn't that weird? Like we, we talk about things like they're important to us, but they always break and like fall apart. And so we have to buy new things. We're just as, as like human humans, we, we, we build better things mm -hmm. to buy new things and we go to work to get new things and buy new things. And then those things fall apart. We're in a we consumer market. Yeah. It's just like everything's cyclical. about consumer, consumer, consumer. Right. That's what 2000, like that's what our day, day and age is now. Oh man. Consumerism. But, and yet we're wearing these like very consumeristic, like you got the water Malones on you, you got your, your sick hold up jeans. I've got my great military pants and pineapples and garbage. Well, what but, I've found makes me happy the most is other people being happy one. Right. And hanging out with my friends. Okay. I love interacting with people. I hate being alone. I hate living alone. Mm -hmm. I like it half the time where I get my shit yeah. done, but then the other half of the time I'm like, Oh fuck. I wish someone was here to hang out with me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think for a long time too, like I would do nice things for Kylie when I was dating her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that made me happy. Like to see like, Oh, I could take her to dinner. I could take her here. I could buy her a gift. Like, Oh, to see her smile and all that shit. Yeah. Now it's like, I've talked about this with, with you. I have this nice place. I have, and I have no one to share it with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's weird because before Kylie was my first relationship, uh -huh. before that, I never had a relationship. I never really cared about anyone else but myself, as douchey as that sounds. Not. You know, I was living my life in LA, having my fun, yeah. working on my career. And then being in a relationship showed a different side of me that I never had before. Mm. And now it's weird shifting back to. When I first moved out here, 21 year old Mark, when I'm 25, yeah, having been through a two year relationship. So maybe you're not supposed to ship back to that though. Maybe so that's why you're supposed to do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I don't think you're supposed. If if you feel that way, like that that was you at 21. We're always evolving. Like you know, the person I was a week ago has 
is not the same person I am today, mm-hmm. right? If I was a person I was two months ago, I'd be sitting on my couch trying to figure out what time and life is all right. about. I couldn't process five minutes of information. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I don't think you're supposed to go back. I feel like you've learned something that isn't quantifiable in your relationship with Kylie. 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 Shout out Kawhi the Leonard, Kylie. The name that shall not be spoken. Um, <laughs> but you learned something invaluable there, and now you're supposed to take it with you. But now you've got to go back to this this single stage of like now I'm alone again, and I have to like refocus all my identity on what is it again. So maybe you're not supposed to go back to that. Maybe you're supposed to take all this information and move forward and be like, all right, this is what made me happy and made me feel fulfilled, and then take that into the the new side of it and which is i guess vlogging is like the perfect example of that is you make people happy they watch all of your stuff and at the same time you're spending time with all of your friends mm-hmm. which is like two great ways to accomplish meaning in your life right the next evolution of that might be just telling stories in general because you went to school for journalism right yeah how does how does that like play into all of this i don't know bro my whole life's been a fucking day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't think. I yeah. just do. I just live. Right. I don't really think about that stuff. So what so what what's like what are the things that keep you up at night? Give me the caffeine. S- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> caffeine, porn hub. Yeah. <laughs> you name it, pal. Uh I don't know, man. I don't even want to think about that. Do you have do you have like anxiety when you go to bed about like thinking about tomorrow at all? Nah. That's great. That's fantastic. But I don't know what anxiety is. I've never been taught stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? My parents never Before a big big uh meeting, you don't get like a little bit like The only time I ever tense. get nervous is uh-huh. before I go on an audition. Anxiety. There you go. That's what that's anxiety nervous. is. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. But like that's you can't not have anxiety at some point. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't just sit in bed and I'm like <sighs> Right. Fuck tomorrow freaks me out existential you know? life crisis yeah. in the middle of the night no I know at the end of the day everything happens the way it's supposed to happen and I always mm-hmm. I never worry about my life yeah you know going bad for sure I always know I have people at home my family they're, they're yeah. there for me and stuff um so, and it's turned into like a therapy session I know but it's fun though this is interesting you guys are listening to Mark Donor's brain unravel in real time um, but anyways, let's brighten up the mood here. I like to ask people on the Tuman show. Well, George is the only person that's been on the Tuman show. Oh, okay. Yeah, What's yeah. your funniest or favorite high school memory? Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't so I was getting a blowy in the dugout, man, from fucking yeah. from Sarah Swanson. Let me tell you, she loves Swanson. <laughs> oh, Sarah Swanson. I heard about her. She made it from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast. Yeah, yeah I heard she's popular. <laughs> Sorry uh, if your name's Sarah Swanson. Uh, sorry, Sarah Swanson. Um, ah, okay. I'm not going to say his name. We'll call him Johnny. I totally said his name. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorites. It was a constant thing with him. He's the most hilarious guy in the school. But I f- we're in a theology class one day. I went to a small Christian school. And we're sitting there, and the teacher comes running in and is like, just live it. He's like, who, who, who took a shit in the urinal? <laughs> and we were like shocked, but he knew it was one of us because like our grade was notorious for being just stupid. What's that called when you take a shit? Oh no, the upper deckers in the uh, we, 
Oh, do you ever have a halo bomb where you lay your legs across the stall and like drop a halo bomb down to the, down to the toilet? That's what we called it, man. Halo was popular. We did a halo bomb and like it missed all the time. <laughs> Stupid. But anyways, Johnny took a shit in the urinal and it was hilarious. That was one of my favorite. Reckless, bro. What, what was yours? Oh man, I never had anything like that happen. But mm. oh my god, one kid like smeared shit all over the locker room. That that's kinda, so gross. That's pretty nasty. Um, uh, <laughs> I remember the first time I got drunk. My friend, my parents were out of town. Sorry, mom and dad. Sorry. And my brother supervised me and my friend drinking. Nice. I'm ratting you out now. <laughs> it's been it's been a minute. But it's, it's long enough. Yeah, I don't we're think all you're adults get in trouble. Um, You're grounded, Mark. But anyways, he was. I was sleeping, and my friend was sleeping above me. Not above me. Like I was on the floor on an air mattress. He was on the couch, so yeah. he was above me. And I hear like pissing happening in the no. middle of the night, four o'clock in the morning. I wake up. He's just standing there pissing all over the couch. <laughs> my parents, keep in mind, come home the next day. No, all over my basement couch. My brother. I wake him up. I go, yo. I'm not going to say his name. Pissed all over the couch. Was it Johnny? No, nah, I'm not going to say his name because <laughs> he's in jail now. Oh, no. Ooh, um, sorry, bro. And <laughs> yeah, he had to go to Walmart at like four in the morning. Get one of those like steam vacs. Clean the couch. We had to air it out the next day until my parents got home. They never oh. knew. And now they know. So there you go. That's my funny high school. That's so interesting. Did you ever get caught for anything like that? Did I ever get caught? Yeah. I mean, my roommate in college pissed all over the couch all the time. It was like a weekly occurrence. Why'd you let him continue being your roommate? What am I supposed to do? He's urinating on your couch. Kick him it out. It was his couch. What? <laughs> Kick him out anyways. Oh, it's so gross. Did it just constantly smell like urine in your place? Yeah. He would, when he got drunk, he would just piss. That's so gross. Piss in the corner. Did piss you sit the... on that couch? Yeah. I was... One night, when my it dried friend, out? his sister was sleeping on the couch oh. one night and he started to pee on her. <laughs> What is it with drunk people and pissing on people? I don't know. Uh, yo, speaking of peeing random places, <clears throat> what? Um, no, I, uh, as a kid, I, apparently I used to sleepwalk every once in a while. And so like, I stayed at my uncle and aunt's house, and apparently I walked to, the, to their closet and opened the door as if it was the bathroom. And my aunt, thankfully, like, stopped me just before I'd, I'd started peeing all over the yeah. place. She like, walked me to the bathroom, and I waited for her to close the door, apparently, and, and I peeing in the toilet thankfully yeah. but, peeing you know, in your sleep's a real problem it's a real problem these days so speaking of peeing in your sleep go on you can be eating in the uh, challenger games <laughs> <laughs> as a matter nothing, of fact literally has nothing to do with it i plan on peeing during the challenger games at yeah. some point probably just, in a bathroom just running the 100 meter dash you whip just, out your <laughs> you're yeah, chasing the pee that's clickbait yeah maybe we'll clickbait the clickbait yeah dude Let's pee all over the Challenger Games. <laughs> We're pissing on the Challenger <laughs> Games. We're actually going to be on the same team, I think. We're doing the 4x100 yeah. meter relay. Yep. I'm also doing like the 400 meter dash. I Are think you doing that two one? two laps. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing that one. Or, no, is that four laps or is it two? No, I think two. Two, two oh, laps. Okay. I'm uh, doing that one. Or maybe I'm doing the 800. I think I, oh. I think. I, Jeez, yeah, because okay. 1600 is a mile. I'm doing the 400 meters. So that's only one lap? That's pretty good. Oh, I could win that. That's dope. Because I got long legs, and that's you just a good dead sprint, one lap. It's hard. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's really hard. Yeah, that's stamina. I'm doing that one, the tug of war, 
I, I don't know if I'm doing something. What I text four by one hundred. Uh huh. The tug of war. And something, some other race. I want oh, to do are? pole vault, but I, I have zero experience in that. Are you fast? Yeah. So we got me and you. Yeah. I wonder who the other two people are on our team. We got to find somebody. Yo, you're six, there, five, six, four, six, four. I'm six, three. I'm six, two casting directors. You watching six, two. I'm five, 11 casting directors. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I used to be loud and proud. Like every yeah. time I would do a self tape, it'd be like six, three. Yeah. And uh, until somebody it's called not you a out. good idea to be no. tall when you're an actor. So you no. want to lie in the tapes and say you're like six, one. Yeah. If you're Tom Cruise, you can say you're taller than you are. But yeah. if you're like, if you're actually six four, you're six two from here on out. Right. That's it. They don't want tall people because you're not normal height, and you just tower over one on ca- over yeah. everyone on camera. It's great if you're a superhero, though. Yeah. That's what we should be going out for. Is it Chris Hemsworth or or Liam? Which one's the superhero? Uh, Isn't he huge? Chris. 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 Isn't he like six foot six or something. Six four. Six yeah. four. Huh, We'd all I'm be making eye contact with. God, those Hemsworth brothers are so dreamy. Uh-huh. All of them. God, I might right. put another <laughs> shrimp get her in on the, the back. Hobby. Get that. Get that. Look at. Oh my Trisha goodness! Says she loves Liam. She's What's the difference? Love. They're both the same. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I appreciate you listening to me vent on this episode of the Tuman Show. Tuman. It was good to talk, bro, and I hope fun. your brain gets better. Yeah, sames, sames. That'd be great. I know we joke about it, but I'm seriously concerned. Yeah, now jokes, jokes lighten up the mood. I, I, yeah. it's, it's getting better. It's, it's a lot better. I can actually have a conversation, so that's, that's a huge improvement. Yeah, and we lasted the whole entire episode without with peeing, keeping you on the, the chair. Yeah, I didn't uh, black out. What? Thanks for filling in for George. Yeah, like I said, he wasn't here because he was busy. Um, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Hopefully, we can get him on uh, the payroll and get him here next week for the Tuman Show. Don't forget to submit your questions. I have a few ready for him and I next week. Donesfilms at gmail.com. I'll link it down in the description so you guys can send us your voice activated questions. We'll see you next time. And if I don't see you this week, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Ah, Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks also in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow-through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.